we're back on, dude. Welcome back, Corey. Um, another episode of Change Yourself, Change the World. Uh, episode X. I really don't know when I'm going to post this and what number, so episode X it is. What's up, man? How you been? The next episode in the series, whatever that is. Yeah, whatever. Oh, man. You know, feeling, uh, I'm feeling good after my 31st time around the sun, man. Oh, yeah, you just had a birthday, bro. How was this COVID birthday thing? It was interesting. Uh, some friends of mine threw me a surprise party, man, and I got a video of like a lot of people and saying some kind words about things that I've done for them and now I inspire them, etc. So I felt real loved and uh, it's a good reminder moving forward. That's yeah, not a bad birthday to have on your COVID time. Or during right. COVID time. No, it didn't even feel like a COVID birthday, low key. Yeah. Good. Fuck it. Happy. 31st. I'm about to get there soon. I know, you're next. Well, how many years ago was it that we gave you a DMT born day? Two. Oh, that was 18. Oh, it's yeah. Oh, yeah. Two, almost two years ago. I Changed who you are to who you are. <laughs> I made Rico even I more. I saw Rico. all my packs. <laughs> like, <laughs> I saw all of them and I was like, I chose this one. I literally chose the path that I'm walking on consciously. Well, not Good. really consciously, subconsciously, because I felt the path I wanted to choose, but I still don't know what path I choose, chose. I chose this one. Give you more of a direction. I chose where to go and what door to come through on the way back, but I'm not sure what that means. What door was that? You can carry. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Like, I don't know what that means. Like, I it just chose a door that felt right, and we'll see what happens with this door that felt right. It, it, how do you know it felt right? Like, what about it felt right? And how many other options did you have? What other doors? Infinite amount of... Uh, it was the, When I say coming back, it's in the last stage of the DMT trip, there was two double helixes with um, the nucleotides were like neon, dark neon green doors. They were just doors just passing by. And then at one point, they were converging and creating a, a portal into whatever realm. So when these doors converge... They create a portal. I went through a set of these fucking nucleotides. I don't know which one, but okay. it was the one that, well, right before that, the, 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 the statement was, um, it's your choice. The choice is yours. Ah. And so I made my uh, choice. What, what state is this? The, the, the big vampire Morgan looking like entity with green hair and a crazy fucking like dress outfit thing like <laughs> he was like massive hundreds of feet like 100 feet tall or something like that so just comparatively speaking to me how i was looking at her it would you massive. say that it did it did it embody like more masculine or feminine energy it was a hot chick it was great I love this realm. Like, I, like, <laughs> I had just come from the realm of the white guy in the white top hat with the monocle with fucking white suit. I'm like, I was like, I don't like this guy. This guy sucks. And then I went to a realm with a beautiful woman that's hundreds of feet tall with green hair and telling me life is my choice. This is great. That's good stuff. Damn. Yeah, I, I made my choice. I don't know how we got into that topic, but. But yeah, uh, your, birthday, your birthday coming up, and then I, uh, yeah, I get it. Ah. <laughs> this stuff, though, this stuff. Did you prepare for this conversation? Did you smoke a bowl this this morning? No, I did not. 
Actually, I'm going to try not smoking. Not uh, having any weed recently, but I did have some of these cannabis. Oh, you had it today? I had it right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like 30 minutes ago, 40 minutes ago. So I didn't smoke, but I did have an how did you? How are you ingesting that? You're just taking a spoonful or what? I put it in water. But the problem with this that I'm figuring out is it's just too much sugar. Hell it's sweet. It's syrup. So it's sweet as shit. And I don't like candy. I don't eat candy for the candy. I eat candy for the weed. The only candy I eat is weed candy. Yeah, it's the only candy I eat. So this is way too sweet. It's a problem. And the high as well, it has high milligrams, but either I'm extremely tolerant or it's not affecting me like other other edibles have. Mm. So even right now, I have like 70 milligrams or 80 milligrams and I'm feeling open. Relaxed, too. Like I feel, but not really. But yes, that's how I prepared this morning. You look kind of Asian, man. So I know you're, you're Hispanic, so... I am Asian. At the same time, I'm looking down and not at the camera. Oh, okay. I'm makes... looking at the camera. I don't know where you're looking at. Uh, myself and you when we talk. Where? So my screen's right here and the camera's up here. Ah, okay. That makes sense. That's I just why have, I look more Asian. I, just, I like made myself to where I can't see myself, so now I'm only looking at you. Oh. It is because you're like looking sideways. Right? Yeah, we're, I'm looking at each other. I don't know why I look at myself when I talk. Weird. I do that sometimes too. But I'm <laughs> so distracted that I decided to take myself out of there. And I'm like, I'm just gonna pay attention. To that actually, a good point. I'm gonna take myself. But I want to see what I'm what I would look like. Like sometimes I act a fool, and I'm like, how do I look like when I act a fool? Like it's, it's weird. Well, luckily you have this being recorded, so we can go back to it at sure, whatever sure. in the conversation it happens. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a lot of times in the other podcast we were, we were just busting out laughing. Like in a three and a half hour one, there was so much laughing. It was a, oh, we were all lit though. We were all stoned. It was an interesting vibe because you can tell who picks up the pace. And I was like, sometimes you're leading the conversation, sometimes I'm leading the conversation, sometimes Amish is really stoned. And like, <laughs> that was so funny. Did you, did you re listen to the whole thing? I did. So the three and a half hours. Yeah, it was, it was long. But. I Man, I, I always struggle to like listen to myself again. I like yeah. in the moment I'll channel it, but like rehearing it, I'm like, Fuck. yeah, it's weird. But I laugh at the same shit. Like I tell my jokes, and I'm like, I'm laughing at my own jokes, but I forgot that I said. I was like, oh shit, that's actually funny. <laughs> so fun, so weird. But yeah, good times though. Good times. But yeah. Oh wait. Um, what were we talking about before that? Oh yeah, the, the new killing. So there's a new police brutality or something right there's no altercation with the police this guy's name shot what's his last name um blake jacob blake there we go but see we got rid of this new one it also got rid of that little boy who got killed not too long ago we're forgetting about that kid too the white but nobody kid. writing about that little boy because that little boy was white yeah i know and it wasn't about police that did it no it was a black yeah black it was just a regular person Oh, he wasn't regular. He was kind of messed up. He but. used to li like he apparently he lived in the same neighborhood as him. He grew up we with know each other. Yeah. yeah, that's a weird case though. Yeah, but that, that, that he, one clearly it's funny how they're going to go ahead and put the focus on the police, police and black stuff. On, and, yeah, and on the narrative, like if it fits the narrative of this is how we're getting murdered, then this is what we're going to see. But you don't really see that 
I mean, it's it's kind of a fuck statistic, but police do kill a lot of minorities, but minorities kill more minorities than the police do. Uh, that's just, yeah. I'm just gonna throw it out there. I mean, it's just like I just wish it would be just like it's a lot of human on human violence. Like, right. why are we gonna that's sit here? Gonna see it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And but why? Like, a lot of these reasons are systemic. Anger, frustration, trauma. And they're all based on the same thing. They're all trying to survive. Yeah, it's survival a, tactics. A, yeah. a lot of things are trauma is caused by fucked individuals. They've had trauma in their past, and it's the cycle of trauma that keeps going. This is what the cycle of trauma is. I don't really understand it because I didn't have that much trauma. I guess a lot of trauma I caused myself, but it is a cycle of trauma. Hurt people, hurt people. Yep. But so, heal, heal people and calm people, calm people. So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the other so, direction. Um, people who are hurt in their past for whatever reason are going to hurt are likely to hurt in the future more likely to hurt than, than people who have not been hurt so you can stop it one way or you can change the environment you're not going to stop all the traumas and all the pains and all the, the abuse and all everything else because a lot of that is individual basis and it's very circumstantial but a lot of the reasons why we're angry and pissed has to do because we need to survive. We need to live. We need to work. We need to be a part of a society. And then that society is telling we can't be a part of the society. So now we don't even know how to live anymore. Our only, our only primary motive for functioning is to survive. And now this society is telling us we can't even survive right now because we need to survive. And I'm talking about economically survive and then COVID-19 survive, like health survive. That's, that's yeah. the difference in there. To make it clear, but we need to change society as a lot. Like everything around us, needs, our environment needs to change, and not because people can't change themselves. I'm all about people changing themselves, but because it's much easier to change when your environment has changed as well. Well, yeah, because environment, I feel like it's just going to trigger old thing. Like, yeah, like example for you having all the old karmas in in the right. house right now. You know, like things right. like that. Like, I'm eating pan dulce right now. This shit is fire. It's it's sweet. It's it's it's, it's dessert, and I love desserts. And if and if and I know how to taper myself off when I'm alone, and I don't I don't I didn't buy this. It's just there, and if it's there, I'm gonna eat it. And then this is the kind of thing that that the environment that I'm I'm putting I'm creating or that's created around me. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a perfect example. But we need to create a better environment, people. Hmm. We do. Well, I almost, I mean, it's an individual thing. I, I think that True. on that same note is like understanding and having people learn how to really like communicate properly. That would be good. You know, because the language we use is most recent programming for myself that I can utilize is the nonviolent communication by Marshall B. Rosenberg, which just says like we've been living in the language of kings and queens basically as if we're servants and there's somebody's greater than us right superiority inferiority instead of like thinking that we're all in we're all the same and we don't know how to for one understand how we're feeling we don't know how to communicate what we're feeling so a lot of the times when we speak it tends to come there's like an underlying need or a feeling that's not being resolved there and if we can learn that to like hear that or get more into that but again like 
most of the time I notice is, <laughs> I heard somebody say this yesterday, is like everyone's favorite subject to speak about is themselves, right? Um, for the most part, like. Mm, okay, I'll go with that. Like, I mean, so if, if you have a scenario and you bring something up, for me, like I would hear what you're saying and I would try to relate to like, hey, how that's occurred in my life too, so I can relate to you, right? right. Instead of just hearing. But see, I guess right. that would, yeah, and just listening, understanding what you're saying, Instead, it's like, oh, thinking about that word you said and, and my next sentiment on top of that word or knowledge on top of knowledge or whatever it is, instead of like listening to understand, hearing what the person's there, being fully attentive, being present. But most people tend to be in their minds, like you're thinking about your next sentiment, you know? Yeah, I mean, I catch myself doing that a lot, too. And like, there's many times where, well, I've caught myself more and more and since I started teaching and it's very easy for me to not talk because my job as a teacher was to let them talk. So mm -hmm. I've learned how to like, I, I want to say something, but I still don't anyways. And then I just let it go. And that, uh, that happens many times now. Like I, I, I wanted to be like, Oh, I have a good point for this. But then I'm like, Oh, he's still gone. Let him, let, let him just finish the thought. And then we're at a different part of the conversation where that point isn't even relevant anymore. So I'm like, yeah, oh. maybe that person gets to that same sentiment. You're thinking, yeah. that, you know, that's true. I, you don't know where the conversation is going. I noticed like similar to occur like um because if you if you use silence to your advantage just really being silent you ask somebody a question and they say a, a sentiment right just being quiet and is that everything this person really had to get out there you know like the best some of the best interviewers or conversationalists will actually like you know just use silence to their advantage and then that person will continue on that same sentiment like to get to the real stuff you know what i mean like not the first thing that comes to mind but then they can give it a little bit more thought and really like, oh, whoa. Because I, I notice it tends to be like, for me, in my perspective, how I see it is like, I hear silence. Sometimes I want to fill in the void as opposed to just embracing the void, you know? It's true. I mean, silence feels awkward. And if you have four seconds of silence, it's been proven that people start to feel awkward. So even if you have four seconds of silence in this podcast, people that are listening to be like, this is awkward. It's so strange because silence is such a beautiful thing too though oh it's powerful it really is it really is a double-edged sword it's really like interesting you know yeah but when, when bringing it back to the point of um changing the environment no changing or you're, you're talking about changing the person and you're well, not changing person per se, but like teaching, reteaching us, educating us stuff, you know, like educating yeah. in different aspects. We're not educated to listen. We're not educated to learn, really. We're not educated to communicate. Right. Like, yeah, let's teach real life skills here. Like, let's educate ourselves on how to grow and cultivate food. Like, let's have some shit to where we, you know what I mean? Like some substantial stuff. Granted, not everyone's going to want to do that. And that's everyone's excuse. Oh, we've gotten so lazy. We don't want to like that. That post I put on Instagram about stop cons uh, start producing stop consuming I mean most people just give the excuse like oh yeah well we don't want to grow food like oh, okay cool like but that doesn't mean you can't <laughs> you know what I mean like start a community garden where you have okay seven people in the neighborhood three people out of the seven people can fucking garden other people do other things you know what I mean it's like uh I get the sentiment like I don't want to garden <laughs> like I get I, I've gardened before it's not bad I've weeded, I've dug holes, I fucking mulched for hours and hours, and I've done this before. Like, it's not that I haven't been on a fucking field. I just, not a personal ambition for me. Like, a lot of people do want to garden and have this and grow that. And I'm like, that's fucking great. 
do that, but let the people see. But then there's, I guarantee, there's a lot of people on the planet that want to do that, but can't yeah. do that. Don't know where to begin. So if you wow. let the group of people that really fucking enjoy that and not be looked at as if they're poor or lesser of a human or or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Society, like even Thailand, we look at Thailand. People didn't that worked in farms. They covered everything because if you're darker, you'd be perceived as less. It's just really interesting to me to get rid of the Plus, perception. the sun is pretty damaging, and we should probably. Uh, I get sure. that, but there. I mean, like, if we, yeah, but yeah, most yeah. of the time there's whitening and everything, and like, sure. I mean, the perception is fucking having a Thai student come up to me and say, "Teacher, teacher, like, uh, black not beautiful, white beautiful." Like, man, come on. You I know, heard like, that in all ages, bro. Like, it wasn't even just students. I heard that literally in all ages, all categories, decades apart, all of them said similar. Right, but I'm saying, but if you have the youngest. Like the youngest um, generation stating that, get them, bro. Bring them. Like transferred on from generation to generation. Yeah, I mean, it's great marketing right there, and great branding, and yeah, some good. That's some good brainwashing right there. Oh, for real. But if we, that sounds kind of weird. But if we could brainwash the right way, we'll be all right. Like if we can brainwash people to be empowered and and self-learning and like uh adventurous and teach them to appreciate silence and get rid of their fears that's like i I don't know like i I wouldn't mind that kind of brainwashing which just basically means learn about yourself do you you think that even if we went down that other route would we end up having some sort of problems um yeah we're always going to have difficulties and yeah, things are always gonna come up. Different problems. Life, <laughs> life, life doesn't doesn't exist in in absolutes. Yeah, because I mean, I'm really kind of getting a little flustered when I hear people talk about like first world problems. Like, yo, yeah, like cool. You say that. Have you really been to any other country besides the first world before you go yeah. ahead and like you're just using that as a sentiment? Like, yeah, see how third world people live. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah this yeah, is a yeah. problem, and you probably I would of- recommend like checking yourself there's no need to like vocalize some of this stuff a lot of people are living in so much privilege they they like to scream privilege at other things but they don't realize that they themselves have tons of privilege being in this country is anyway. a ton of privilege oh right for sure like i i am of course the poor like that have a section 8 housing i mean they're still doing pretty decent compared to other places i mean yeah not even if you're We have better social programs for homeless people here than a lot of other countries. We just rely on charity. That's a lot of that's a lot of real shit. And at the same time, like I don't have nationalism. I don't believe in following countries and geographic locations and such things like that. But there's a lot of potential, and if you're in this country, there's always an immense amount of potential. You could always rise up and sprout there's always resources available if you look in the right place and do the right things and get with the right people and it's not just a one-time thing like it's not easy nothing is ever easy but there's potential here and there's not potential in other countries like there is here we are literally in a pool of privilege and even when i say i don't like it here and i want to move i'm not moving because I don't see the potential and the benefits of being here. I, I move it because I don't don't like the environment. <laughs> I don't like the feeling and the vibe. And I can survive with nothing. Like I don't really things are weigh you down. Things really weigh you down. So 
yeah, I think the most, I think one of the things that stops most people is the thought of they have to move or change. Fucking terrifies them. Ter- they have to get a new job. Yeah. Oh my god. Break the change. Yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah, they have to go to a new place. They have to pick up all their stuff. Can I put? Can I fit my stuff? All my stuff in my other new place? These are the problems that we start making up. These aren't really real until we literally manifest them for ourselves. Which is valid. I don't know, man. Was it because, dude, even that, I posted to like after school, posted a really cool thing. It uh, was like unlimited pleasures leads to the pursuit of fame. One must be challenged in order to feel the thrill of victory. There must be the possibility of rejection and hatred in order to feel any deep form of love. Well, yeah. If you're not open to the possibilities of everything, including love and bliss and ecstasy, then you're you're not open to the pain and agony and desperation that might come from that. But I don't know. What's the point of not feeling? I mean, there's a man, but think about. There was a really like I posted it the other day. This guy. Uh, he was an, a football player. His name was Even. He was on Aaron Alexander's podcast. And they were talking about cannabis and yeah. the indoctrination against cannabis and etc. Right. I mean, think about. I'm also reading a biology belief where most of the pills people are taking are petrol pills, yeah. and you have a statistic show that we've been so indoctrinated and, and, and brainwashed to believe that this white coat person tells you this and it's going to be finite. But placebo is real. No placebo is real. All of these things are real. They are. You could take the same. I could tell you this Klonopin is not really a Klonopin or not. I could tell you the sugar pills are Klonopin. If you believe it to be the Klonopin, it's going to help your body in the way that you want it to help it. Then it'll fucking work. Yeah, it's true. But that's, that's the weirdest thing that people would like disregard. They're like, oh, it's just a placebo effect. You literally have to run your test against the belief that people are healing themselves with their minds. That's that's you have to have a, a, a like a competition to fight the belief of people's minds. If you don't beat people's minds, your drug is worthless. Think about the belief right now. I mean, everyone's believing that some sort of fucking virus or some vaccine is going to save them from the virus. When like it makes no sense. They really don't understand how viruses work or how these fucking diseases and- work. Let's be fair, neither do we fully, but well, not COVID. I guess in that sense, but like if not a lot. Like I, I don't really understand epidemiology and biology, but let's just be. Let's just look and question the things they do have in their fucking vaccines, even if they were effective. Why do we have all this other shit in there? Why the fuck is there MSG? For what fucking reason? Do you need monosodium glutamate in your fucking vaccine? Bullshit reason. That's the only reason, like, come on. And it's true. Like, I, I saw Why the won't they disclose? I mean, do they not even... Di- will CDC willingly disclose ingredient lists of vaccines? It's not willing to disclose. It's that you kind of have to look for them in the packaging. Right? And they're massive. You can find them online. They have massive... Like ingredient, it's not the ingredient list. It's the it's the the warnings. It's a big piece of paper. It's like a massive poster, poster size of like possible adverse reactions. There there is a uh, what's it called? 
V A E R S. There's I don't know what the hell that is. But it's basically a vaccine court where they pay in people who have been injured by vaccines cannot sue them in US court. They have to go through this special court called VARS. V-A-V-A-E-R-S. And then they settle shit like on the side. So technically, these manufacturers haven't been sued since Bill Clinton signed this into law. So they pay you X amount of dollars, right? Everyone has some sort of price that they're willing but to But they paid out $4 billion in damages. So what bullshit is this that vaccines don't hurt people? Even Bill Gates has mentioned that vaccines hurt people. Even if it was indirectly, and he, he didn't really mean it that way, it still means that vaccine hurts people. He said there would be, even if at a low rate, there's 1% chance 1% chance of injury that's still too high when it comes to seven or like he said 700,000 or 700 million people like 1% out of 700 million people is a lot of people and even he said it was very high but that's the kind of injury we're having right now with vaccines and I don't know I'm so adamant about this topic because I don't get it I don't get why they increased so many fucking vaccines our kids are not getting healthier these kids are getting slower they're getting more unhealthy. They're getting, developing more, um, what's it called, uh, autoimmune diseases. They're developing more, I'm going to guess, this is probably made up bullshit, but we should check out the cancer rates for kids and see if they've increased since vaccines have, have fucking been implemented. A lot of vaccines and then having this thing with them around all the time, too. That's true. That. Let, that, that's another thing. Radiation. But, what I think is not that just the radiation itself. It's like there's a lot of metals that vaccines have, a lot of things that we're not supposed to be putting in our bodies. If you drank a vaccine, it would be considered toxic. Mm. Think about that shit. You can't drink a vaccine, but you can put that shit in your fucking vein. What? Are you serious? You're. Well, you're that's a tough one because even Bruce Lipton in biology, I believe he meant there was something where they did a study on a guy who he drank something that's supposed to give him cholera right yeah. but when they did the blood test because of his belief something i need to reread it but he didn't have any symptoms of it well it's the same thing as a wim Hof did it's the same capabilities like people uh, have the abilities i don't think diseases are let's just say you feel diseases you feel you're getting sick you feel your body's ramping up and it's going to war yeah, you're suppressing it. It's a you, very interesting. You, you have you feel it. If your body's not constantly dope, like dumbed down with fucking fats, with um, sugars, with all kinds of things that just make you drowsy, like mm. if you're feeling heavy all day and full, you're not going to feel the subtle differences in your body. But if you're feeling light and energetic and then you feel your body going, okay, my body feels weird and, and my, uh, what's it called? Uh, what are these called? Your lift notes? The, the lymph nodes on your, on your neck, like I feel them swelling up or like something's feeling weird or my throat's feeling red. That's your body starting to fight. Yeah, no, dude. And on that same note, I read something in that same book. It says, so if you are in living a hyper stress life, so yeah. say you get sick and you're in the wild and a bear is going to chase you, your body's going to stop fighting that and going to give you that adrenaline is going to give you everything to go survive for the bear. Right. And then they'll handle the sickness. Right. Very interesting. But right. we live in hyper stress worlds now anyways. So, so a lot of people are sick, but they're so chronically stressed that they're not even able to fight off their sicknesses. That's it. You hit it right there. That's in the why mouth. we have symptom, symptom fucking suppressing medications that people are taking. Exactly. Symptom suppressing medications. Even Dayquil and Nyquil is mostly symptom suppressing medications. 
Mm-hmm. There's very little in there that's supposed to help you get better and, and make your body more healthy. And they keep updating the symptoms of COVID. So they're just basically making it so everyone has this said virus. It's like updating the spectrum of autism to make yeah. it bigger and wider, et cetera. They're, you make, they're, they're making the flu more extreme. These are all things that could happen with the flu. These are all possibilities that could happen with the flu. Actually, they do happen. The more people die from the flu than it, this supposed thing here. Well, based on statistics and numbers. And even with the fuck, even with their fudge numbers, like it's so weird how how they're. It exists. Gonna happen? Do you think that after the after the election, anything's gonna like? What do you how, do? You think it's gonna go far extreme? What do you? I, I just hope they don't release another fucking virus. Like a legit one this time. I think this one was, I don't know, maybe all the flu, all the, maybe all the flu epidemics we've ever fucking had were released and they're just prepping up and getting us ready for the real one. Well, like weakening the shit, weakening people's immune systems right. even more based on wearing right. the masks, right. like getting them fucking even more fearful, et right. cetera. I, I, I can't say this is valid or not, but just, just if you think of the possibility and this should be fucking research and, and, and investigated. I saw somewhere that the more what's it called flu shots you had, the higher chance it was that you would get COVID. Oh, and, sure. I've heard that as well. Yeah, and and the more flu shots you get, the more drastic the effects of COVID are on you. And I've and, never and had a fucking flu shot. Even taking have been like, I mean, so oh, I always wonder. So a vaccine, like those materials just stay in your body the rest of your life. Your body doesn't fucking re- like remove it. Like, how does that even work? I don't know. A lot of chemotherapy stays stays with the people who, who did chemotherapy. A lot of that stays in your body and in your cells, in your fat deposits. I don't know what happens to those things. The aluminum goes to your brain. That's what fucks a lot of people up. That's, that's the Alzheimer's shit. So, man. And that's what they give all the old people the fucking shots because they want them to fucking make them forget. And then be like, hey, follow this. Give me your money. Well, I keep them numb and keep don't them. talk. Exactly. Man, and then keep mess up their memories so they can't tell the kids some of the same things are occurring over and over. Exactly, dude. History repeats itself again and again. Like, we're just fucking too narrow-minded and too short, short, yeah, too short-sighted to remember all this shit. All these elections, all these politics, all this bullshit, all this discrimination, all this nonsense. Yeah, and I don't even really hear people. See, these people that go down these rabbit holes, too, they're not mentioning Rothschilds. They're not mentioning these things anymore. They're, they're just mad. They're acting purely on emotions and pent of rage for whatever reason they have rage for. There can be tons of reasons they can have rage for. But they're acting on emotions. Nobody that's acting logical is doing this shit. Nobody, even the ones that are protesting police brutality, they're not fucking rioting and blowing shit up and fucking screaming at people and demanding this or demanding. Even the peaceful protesters are demanding shit from people who are not protesting. How is this peaceful? Like, and this is a big fuck up that I'm, I'm just going to say, dude, I'm, I'm going to have to fucking I might actually vote. And and when I vote, I might actually vote Trump just to be like fuck you and this bullshit because I can't ever support or want anybody in power who has put people in jail for cannabis. Cannabis has come too far 
right now. We're at this point where we could make this shit legal. We could have all this good shit happen. Hemp is going to demolish a bunch of industries and make the world a better place. But this chick is insane. I can't have it. I might have to vote Trump. I'm, I'm just saying it right now. It's fucking weird. I know. He just seems like a fascist now. Who? Trump? For what reason does he seem like a fascist? Let's, let's be real about this. He wants to send police into these places. The secret police that he sends to like these states and stuff like that, like oh, unmarked bars, all that. He's always been there. You don't think he's controlling that? No, huh? How many people disappeared in Occupy Wall Street? Whatever happened to those fuckers that we never talked about? And that was Obama's right, right there. So this is non, this is standard shit. Fair I don't enough. think Trump has enacted it as hard as Obama did during Occupy. How many people were arrested in Occupy? Compared to how many people were arrested right now when we're actually burning and fucking looting shit? How many people looted during Occupy? Occupy was was a fight against Wall Street. It was a fight against the whole capitalist capitalistic Federal Reserve system. This is a just anger, and it's not fueled. There's no agenda. It, Wall Street was a big ass mess too, but at least we. We knew that the system was fucked and we wanted to change it. These people are just mad and want drastic extremes. But look how the police are reacting. Look how the states are reacting. Look how New York is reacting to looting against uh, Occupy Wall Street compared to right now. Right now, they don't really give a fuck. There's a lot of chaos in New York. There's a lot of chaos in Chicago. What happened during Occupy Wall Street? People were getting arrested left and right. It was also a lot different. The aim was different. At the, the aim was different. There was more people during Occupy Wall Street, too. We, had, we literally had a bigger movement. And that shit all fizzled. That shit all... What the, whatever happened to that movement, people? Whatever happened to fucking, like, getting rid of the Fed? Whatever happened to sound money? Like, I'm not a capitalist, but if you want to get move shit forward, let's start, doing, let's start with that. Let's start with sound money. Let's start with not giving Federal Reserve, a private institution, the ability to fucking print money and make shit up. Imaginary numbers, people. Imaginary numbers. Yeah. I watched something yesterday, and this girl was talking about how, like, Bernie and everyone talks about we should we should um, follow, like, the Northern Europe lead on free market capitalism and whatnot, but apparently... She went in, I don't know, remember enough in detail, but just like they don't have, they have a control on how much each employee can make. They don't have a federal minimum wage, et cetera. So like you can fire at will anytime you want, but the government doesn't actually get involved in any of the business. I mean, that's, that's good. Our government is in bed and business and government are together. The problem is that a lot of business has created our government. That's basically it. A lot of our government is what that our business wants. And at the same time, it's kind of weird because the, the businesses themselves have been leaving the country anyways. Because it's still cheaper to produce things somewhere else and then ship them here. Yeah. It really is, people. It's fucking ridiculously expensive to do things in the United States. You want to know why all your industry is leaving the country? Because shit's expensive here. And if you want to start a business here, you require 20 times the capital as you would as Southeast Asia. And they'll have way less regulations. Way less. And you can do way more over there with way less money. 
but we literally have to change the system and we have to change the environment the system is, a, is the environment the system creates the environment so we have to change both but there's a way we can all benefit here's what i'm saying here's, here's the pitch i'm trying to fucking sell this is my 2028 presidential bid pitch right here there's a way we can all make money and get paid who's your right? vp huh yeah. who's my vp yeah that's to be seen, bro. That's to be seen. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, you like Biden, you'll wait. <laughs> I'm going to wait seven and a half years to announce my, my VP. Yeah, around seven and a half. Maybe seven years. Who knows? All right, what's your proposal? Proposal is, why not just put everyone in bed with each other, bro? But look, the, what government wants to do is it wants to secure its survivorship. It wants to secure... It wants to make sure it survives like any other organism out there. Government is a life form. It is fighting for its life. That's a good point. Hence why it, it also at one point in time enacted that the people are an enemy of the government, right? Like we're of the state. The body fights itself all the time. So taking that into consideration, taking that everybody just really wants a survival, why don't we actually connect everything? Right? So why is it that the government takes our taxes after we do all these other fucking maths and all these other bullshit numbers come about? Why isn't everything just taken out directly from the get-go? So everybody knows how much everyone's going to get and then nobody fucking has to hide or move anything. What if from the get-go, it'd be like, all right, the federal government gets 2% of everything we ever sold or, and, and however the money moves, wherever this money, money goes off of, I think it's called capital gains tax. No, capital gains, that's a different one. Um, consumer no, consumer tax there you go consumer tax that, that's the smartest tax we could do because literally that's, that's what fuels everything every other tax is just stealing money from there it's a consumer tax so let's say okay 2% goes to consumer tax so if it's 100 bucks 2 bucks goes to the federal government okay $1 goes to the city government $1 goes to the local fire department $1 goes to the hospital $1 goes to the schools one dollar goes here one dollar goes there and you can tax 20 percent. who cares whatever the fuck because in this case we'd be able to self-fund everything around us in that community so wherever you bought it wherever you sold it that's kind of where the money would go and if you sold it online then there's still ways to figure out where you bought it and sold online just because it's online doesn't mean you don't have a gps location bro come on let's get real you want to go into the amount of data these companies have on you we're all fucked already like we can't there's no stopping the fuckery that we've all been in, entangled with if they want to fuck us they're going to fuck us so um the best way to get like start moving on is just that everyone literally get in bed with each other so in this scenario anytime you have like small business things it wouldn't be a loan you wouldn't have to pay back but you already know the government's going to get Two percent, and the federal government is going to get one percent, and the hospital is going to get one percent. So you knowingly take this money, going, okay, whatever money I do make from this, I'm going to help pay the government, the police department, the fire department, the hospital, because I believe in the actual you being able to choose where your money goes. I think that's freedom. Everything else is not freedom. Every you giving the money to a government, and the government going, I know how to spend this money. Yeah, I don't think that's freedom. So. I think you should decide where your tax money goes. 
And I think that should be an interesting experiment. I don't, I don't know how that shit will work out. I don't know. But we should find out. What you think? Um. I'm all for trying, man. Anything other than what's not working right now and doesn't seem to make any headway in any direction. So in this case, um, let's just say your federal income tax goes away. And your gas tax goes away. Your other sales tax goes away. Like all just, <laughs> on that, it's like you get taxed already on your check, then you pay a sales tax on top of what you've already been taxed on. <laughs> Like, if you really want to think about it, Americans get taxed by 50%. Already. There's tons of taxes. People have no idea how much tax there's on everything. Yeah, I know. Gas tax, people. You guys have a tax on gas. We have a tax on gas, which I think is good. I think we need to stop using gas because there's other more efficient ways to move cars around. Fucking, I don't know why we're still producing gas, like gasoline cars. Because it benefits a small percentage of people. But that small yeah. percentage of people get but here's here's what humans don't like change and they don't wanna these people don't wanna lose their power. How much time do you got? Personally? Uh I got to about twelve thirty and then I wanna need to prep for my it's eleven fifty right now, so forty minutes. Oh, we still got time. Okay. And I, I was like, we got five minutes, you can't get into this topic, but if you didn't into this topic. Uh, yeah, no, we're good. Okay, so, all right, so what were we talking about? Uh, oil. Oil, okay. Gas tax, or no, it's gas tax, yeah. Yeah, the people who control the oil, right? Yeah. So, they control the oil, and they can easily, very, very easily gain control of the new renewable sources. And a lot of them are. A lot of them getting are really getting into it. But if you really think about it, if they really went hard on biodiesel, either made from algae or hemp, like we can replace a lot of regular diesel that we have right now with biodiesel and it would be almost interchangeable. A lot of the trucks that we have on the market right now could already use biodiesel. The gasoline powered cars are the only ones that I have trouble because there's no biogasoline. So why are we still producing these cars? Why is our oil industry still doing this thing when they can so easily still maintain control, but maintain control in a more sustainable, like, like eco-friendly way? I would say my guess is these people like the system that is in play because it's benefiting them. So if it changes anything, it's going to change everything. But they can maintain the same amount of power, but still be eco-friendly. The DuPont family, the Rothschilds, we'll go pitch this to them, all right? <laughs> no, because I don't want to get shot. Why not? It might, you, you were just saying you wanted a way out like a couple of weeks ago, and then what if we get shot and that's our way out? Not that way out. Not, not. I've already been shot once. Not that out. I've been shot. I got shot when I was 17. Yeah, it's still weird. Put your, put your knee. But I see it. I'm all for it. It's just getting enough people to see the same thing. Yeah. 
you have a small percentage of people with the vested interest that are capitalizing off of people in that industry. And then you ask everybody to shift all of the industries. Well, it doesn't have to actually really start like that. It really just starts with one community doing locally. And that community would create businesses. And in that community, we would have a hospital. In that community, we get X percentage of the profits. Oh, that hospital will get X percent of the profits. And we would have a police department or security detail. And that person, like a blueprint, a working blueprint is to show that how a self-funded community would look like. And I'm thinking self-funded communities because right now it's, it's, it's a please give us money kind of funding and somehow raise taxes and somehow like they do some shady shit. And it's because they're asking for money. They're not really using the money they have. They're asking for it because they want to do all of this. They're overreaching. All of them are overspending. Most governments are overspending. They need to be rained down. Like you shouldn't spend more than what you have. And if you don't have enough. Right. And then looking at that total debt, fucking Ahmed yeah. put up like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, dude. Like if <laughs> the reason America is so fucking in debt is because Americans are so fucking in debt. I mean, and it's not because, because they're directly correlated. No. On purpose, it got set up for us. It's true. But just look at, look at the psychology. Like most, a lot, most Americans, I, I I'm fucking in debt are in debt and just if we fractal that out into the uh, the bigger america sphere why wouldn't the bigger america be in debt all right just just on law of averages but if people really understood that that debt is an illusion it might change i mean i understood it and it changed everything for me i mean it didn't change the fact that you saw the debt you just changed your perception of having I changed our perception but what did that what did that help though that helped a lot it helped drop my anxiety. It helped drop my fear. Because I still left to Asia. I still was like, fuck it. I don't care. Like, I still, yeah, I still went to Asia. I still was there four and a half fucking years, like, living, working, doing all this shit. So that perception changed. How many people are fucking mentally destroyed because they're, they're fucking in debt? A lot. A lot of people are mentally destroyed because they're in debt. And then once I figured out that a lot of this shit is just imaginary numbers, I was like, oh, fuck. If they're imaginary numbers, I can fix them anytime I want. That's my, that's my issue. Like, I'm not saying I'm not going to pay it. I'm just saying I can fix them anytime I want. Yeah, there's this, like, perceived pressure to do it now. Yeah. No. It, you shouldn't be forced or pressured to... I think people shouldn't pay their student loans. I mean, it got even down to a T that if you don't pay your debt, your debt just passes on to somebody in your family. Like, that's unreal, bro. That's, that's some other country. That's some other country. Not, I don't think that's here. You die with your debt. Really? Yeah, you die with your debt. Other countries, uh, debt can be passed down. But like in the States, they have it. Really? Oh, man. Maybe some places have it. I don't think it's here in California. That might be a space thing. Well, Scotty, I'm, I'm going to rack up a trillion dollar debt. Build <laughs> anything uh -huh. I want. It's just burnout. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'll take uh, my debts like Hitler and I'll go to Cuba. Yeah, why not, dude? <clears throat> Cuba's amazing. You probably 
restructured that country and turned it into a fucking paradise. It sounds, yeah, right. It sounds like though to a extent, like in order to really test your theory, is having to create a small community, and then it's almost like you want to showcase it works, and then create a franchise of that showcasing. You know, um, people have to buy into. Not really a franchise, yeah. They don't have to buy into it, but yeah, just just a way for people to. Or a replicated model, you know? Yeah, because at the same time, we can have a school there and people can come in and learn how the fuck to do this shit. It's not that hard. It'd be like a three-month program where you learn how to work, you learn how to farm, you learn how to fucking... People don't want to learn these days. 0.2%, 0.02% is the number I'm going for. So if you're you're listening to this, you're probably part of that 0.02% of the uh, community that I'm looking for. Congratulations. Because if me... If me and you were... Around, if it was me, you, and a thousand people, we'd basically be the only ones that would be like, "Yeah, we need to change this shit." This is what, this is how I look at statistics. I'm looking at me and this other guy and a thousand people want to actually change and are willing to take action to change it. That's how I look at it. That's a slap in the face with real perception. Yeah. Then multiply that to seven billion, and how many people really do you see right. for wanting a real change on that? Right. Still a lot. Oh, yeah, still a lot. Well, thousand people divide or uh, seven billion divided by a thousand, and then I'll times that by two. But let's let's just let's just look at fucking let's just say, L.A. name, uh, ten million. Ten million? Yeah. Go to ten. Okay. If you go ten million, was it divided by a thousand? Yeah, or what did I divided say? Divided by divided by a thousand. And then we're going to multiply it by two. Yeah. Times two. So 20,000 people. Yeah. See, that's already more than what we need to change the political structure of LA County. You want to vote that fucking mayor out of fucking, uh, out of office. All you need is 10,000 people donating $10 a month. That's 200 K a month at 200 K a month. You can run, you can create an office, put people on staff, Let's say that's 50K and you can run 150,000 in ads against this motherfucker. Like, this is again, if you want to spend your money that way, go for it. I wouldn't spend money that way because there's a better way to spend money. But the potential and the possibilities of how communities can take action. If you and 0.2, other pe- 0.2% of the population, 0.02% of the population, go out, get together, pull your money together, focus on that action things will get done. Like, when I tell you the number 0.02%, that, that's the number I'm looking for. And that doesn't seem too big, does it? No. That seems, that, that seems, that seems pretty fucking astronomically small. You're like, that's not that many people. Yeah. That seems, feasible. That seems doable. That's the thing. It seems doable. One out of a thousand. You and another person out of a thousand people. That's the number I'm going for. So, get together. Take action. Keep going. Basically, all we gotta do. And if you want to use that two hundred thousand to make businesses, I think that's a better idea. Then fucking try to get rid of the mayor. Even though getting rid of the mayor might be, I don't know who you replace him with though. I'm, I'm up. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's so fucking crazy. Yeah. This is like, this is the idea that you're trying to push. Is it getting? Do you think that we would find somebody in that same sense that 
I mean, how many people are wearing a perceptual mask and may play under that part, you know, then there's that my fear in trusting other people at times. So, that's, that's real. And maybe that one person can be out of the 20,000 people. That might be the most real thing. We'd be like, all right, man, we like you. You should do it. And then you'd be like, all right, fuck it, I'll do it. And we'd be like, all right, cool. You're going to become mayor. And that's it. Like, we, we can put people in office. It's like appointing them, basically. Well, maybe that we would have a comp- maybe we would have a thing with we'll see who would be the best student. People who would want to apply for the, the position could apply yeah. for the. I don't want to call it a competition, but it'd be a competition. Right, because it seems like even nowadays we take people's word for things. Because even like you have speeches, you have people talking, but like you're you realize that people are really good at talking or really good at saying things with words, but like applicability and how they really put forth action. Like we need more of an access service type person. No, what we need is a way to make them accountable. The only way to actually make them accountable is not to sue them or throw them in jail or throw them with a court order or whatever the fuck is to take their power away. So we need a liquid power system, bro. We need a way that you can, Take your power back. And if you voted for this guy, there'd be a way for you to be like, this guy's a fucking asshole now. I don't want my vote to go towards him anymore. And we that should be able sense. to replace him. Wait four years to get somebody out of presidency. No, that's, that's fucking nonsense. Even presidency, mayor, uh, Congress, all this fucking term shit is ridiculous. Terms yeah. work. We are riding around in horses. We got yeah. supersonic jets right now. Instant communication fucking network systems. What the fuck are we doing this shit with this term nonsense? Oh, we have to wait a couple of years to see if they're doing a good job. No, we obviously want yeah, them no, to fuck that. out. 12 months is a really long time as it is. We obviously want them to fuck out. Get them to fuck out. Right. And then, here, we can make it even simpler. You want getting impeached and then they don't actually get impeached. Well, most of the population didn't want Trump impeached, honestly. Even if all the Democrats want them, all the Democrats are not most of the population. It's still not more than 50% of the population. So the whole impeachment thing was hilarious because Trump just laughed at them when he was doing his work. And all you saw on the news was impeachment and Trump was just handling business, laughing at them. Like nothing came from it. As he got impeached, impeachment means nothing. Impeachment means we're going to take you to court. And the court was like, yeah, we got nothing. Yeah, what is the actual definition of impeachment? Uh, you put the president up for getting fired. Like, you take him to court so you can get fired. It's not the process of getting him fired. It's the process of taking him to court. Oh, the action of calling into question the integrity of validity or so- of something. Ah. Yeah. Well, they're questioning whatever the fuck he was doing. Maybe I think it was Russia. But yeah. So they demonize they they demonize this guy, and it's not that hard to demonize this guy when you have sound sound bites, and you take specific narratives and you put them in people's faces. But overall, he has not been the worst president out there, as far as I know. Human, huh? People just don't like him as a human. Yeah, he's still a fucking kind of a dick. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say he's not. 
But if you have a choice, would you rather vote for a dick or a guy who's completely a tool for their establishment, who's not mentally fit to fucking run the country, or drive a car for what fucking matter? And he has as a running mate a fucking cannabis in prisoner. Get the fuck out of here. You're going to, all the stoners, anybody who knows anything about hemp and cannabis and the, the, all this other nonsense is going to vote against this bullshit. Because they're going to see and be like, this person has put people in jail for cannabis? X. The cannabis community is not going to stand for this shit. All right, yeah, who's to say she's not going to try to yeah. get rid of all legalization of cannabis? Exactly. And she did this shit in Cali, dude. She did this shit in fucking California, in the most fucking weed liberal state in the fucking country. Or sort of. It can be Colorado, but whatever. <laughs> Colorado. <laughs> yeah, they pioneered some shit. Yeah, they did start it off. All right, I'll give you the hour. Fucking stoners. But, um, yeah, no, she did it in fucking California, which is insane. Can't trust this chick. Can't trust her at all. But yeah, change the community, get together, get money, grow some micro greens. You down to grow some micro greens, bro? Yeah, you got a little patio we grow some micro greens on. Currently, where I'm at, yeah. I mean, I have outside of my apartment. It's not really a patio area. Might be able to grow some micro greens, bro. What's the environment necessary? Some containers, some seeds, light. Air. <laughs> this is about it. Damn. That's my new little thought that I have going on because Mike Greens are easy to do and relatively cost efficient once you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just an exercise. Oh man, this world, dude. What's up with this world? How we. How did it? How did it get here, bro? I know how it got here, but still, how did it get here? <laughs> oh man, I see the confusion and biting into the apple of knowledge. Fuck, man! Once you open a bunch of books and you start reading it, like, man, once you learn more and you learn more, and it's like, oh man, once you see, you cannot unsee. Yeah, dude, and seeing places you can't go, like you yeah. can't. Not unsee them, can't not unfeel those feels. Once you've lived ways, done things, you can't not be that. That can't be, not be a part of you unless you have amnesia. And yeah, all that shit is karma. Unless you forget your karma. All that shit. But oh, man. this country is just too medicated and, and too placated with, with, with the food supply. That's my opinion. The fluoride doesn't help in the water. It does not. I don't give a fuck what people say. Why the fuck are we putting fluoride in the water? Oh, it's for your teeth. That's that fucking argument, bro. Fluoride in the toothpaste and in the water. What do you yeah, mean? yeah. Like that argument was valid when nobody had toothpaste, but everybody has toothpaste and it's free. Basically, you can get it, you get it for free in the right places. So enough of this fucking bullshit. Most most of the water, ninety nine point nine 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 
99.998% of the water does not go in your mouth. So this fluoride argument is a is retarded. It is. So yeah, this is how they're keeping us flaky. This is how keeping us dumb. Hmm. Uh, what's it called? Bread and circus. And the problem is, there's no circus right now, bro. Even the fucking uh, NBA uh, is fucking. Uh, they're 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 being pro. Yeah, they're boycotting the motherfuckers. The social justice is shit. That's hilarious. I I think they should boycott. I think all of them should boycott. I think people should forget about sports for like a year, and then. We should then, watch them shit their pants. Right. Well, think about that because we live in an entertainment, entertainment-induced society. Like, not yeah. only are they high on whatever prescription pills are being prescribed to them by whatever doctor in a white right. coat, them that that's right for them based on their symptoms. Right. Then we have a heavily entertained via music. People just want to tune out instead of like yeah. look within and start to really look around you and see what the fuck is going on. Yeah, you don't tune in. You tune out. Oh yeah, no. I mean, the same thing in in my industry, fitness people. Some people just want to fucking work out to stress relief or whatever, and not think about anything. But I challenge them to think about everything they're doing when they're working out. <clears throat> like think about all the movements, think about the intents, think about etc. Yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one. I just might stop reading books for a little bit and just go on a microdose masquerade. Microdose what? Mushrooms. Yeah, sounds fun. Yeah, I've been nervous. Nah, it'll be fine. I don't want a macrodose on accident. It'll still be fine. <laughs> It'll still be all right. Micro, macro, super macro, whatever. Heroic. Yeah, whatever. Everything is temporary. This is true. But hell yeah, man. I am down. Let me. Where's most of your thought patterns been these days? Where's your most of your attention? I I'm trying to fucking think of a way to not work, because I've been I've been doing this job, and fucking hate it, and I I know how to go into autopilot and just fucking do things and talk to people, but what job? Uh, the census job. I hate it. I don't like it. What job? Census. What is that? I go around and tell people to take the census. Oh really? Yeah. How'd you find that gig? Online. It's fucking everywhere. There's advertisements everywhere. It's a pretty decent paying job, dude. I'm not going to lie. That's the reason I took it. Really? How much? What are they? It's at are they? 25 an hour, and then on Sundays, you get like 30-something. What? Yeah. That's clutch. How many hours do you put in? Oh, I don't put in that many. I put in like 20-ish a week. How do they keep tabs? Everything's wrapped. Like even my cases are grabs, and I, I I help people with the census through that. Oh, so basically, it's for each person you have signed up on the census. Um, well, the game there's a case list. 
So like how they know how to, I mean, how are they tracking how many hours you're putting in? I tell them. Plus oh, there's, okay. a, there's a set amount of cases. And if you really want to go into a data structure, there are ways people can tell, like based on the phones and locations and times you did certain things. Like there are endpoints that take timestamps. You can tell this too. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know how deep they get into the fucking data, but that's how deep you can get into the data. But I just tell them I work this many hours. Huh. And I do work the hours because I don't like lying. Even if I do get off early or I finish everything early, I'm like, all right, I'll just I call it at this time. Because I don't know karma. It builds up in one way or another. It might be small, but it builds up. Really? Yeah. So I'm actually starting even the micro honest moves are pretty that's what I'm on. Eh, it's not bad. But yeah, let me stack up a little bit and then if I can go visit you in fucking San Diego, I'll be dope. Chill. Macro so you're huh? you trying to move down here? Not move, man. Fuck that. I ain't trying to move down to San Diego. Yeah. Crash for like a month. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyone to help pay for rent? Cool, man. I mean, a, I mean a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know you're welcome here. Um, what's your main primary focus on for yourself? Money. Meditation. Yeah. Well, I need to start getting back to meditation. I'm trying to get off. Money huh? for what? Weapon. Well, money for what? projects and endeavors I want to do okay like what's your current how much are you trying to make right now what's your current uh project and endeavor you're working towards hmm. there's a few but a lot of them art I just say a lot of them I want to build with a team so current projects that I'm trying to work by myself do by myself it's potentially that microgreen one. At the same time, I'm going to go talk to these people at, um, what's it called? That hemp fabric in Paramount, I think. I don't know. I think it's Paramount. But around here, there's, there's, there's a big uh, hemp warehouse. They have a bunch of hemp finished products. I'm going to go check it out and see, and see what, I, what I can do with them. Because I know they have hemp t-shirts. And I want to start making t-shirts. Because uh, there's some clever shit that I say that I think should be on shirts. And I don't know, man. Everybody fucking selling shirts. I might as well sell hemp shirts. Sell hemp shirts. Oh. And put oh. up, and put them up there. You should sell some hemp masks. Potentially, yeah. The hemp tie has hemp masks. I can actually order a hemp mask if, if there's a demand. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Hemp masks probably be more hygienic. And if we're gonna wear them anyways, because they're forced to, then we might as well be wearing hemp masks. Right. Yeah. So you it's not a bad idea. Go to stores at all? Do you have to wear a mask? Do you wear a mask when you go? To I wear. I wear a mask only to respect store policies because I believe in the freedom of the store setting up their policies. I don't, I don't believe that you should apply your freedoms upon something that's not your business, bro. Yeah. If it's a a business saying, all right, you don't have to wear a mask and fuck it. That's on them. But if you're telling them, oh, I'm not going to fucking wear a mask because it's blah, blah, blah. Come on, bro. Know your place. It's not your business. Most of the time, yeah, most of the time you're talking to an employee who doesn't even have control over that anyways. They're just complying too they're just they're just complying with with whatever rules and again it's freedom and freedom goes both ways if people 
don't want to serve me if I don't wear a mask. That's that's on them. People they already yeah. say no shirt, no shoot, no service. Yeah, it's almost the same thing as like they're exercising their privilege and showing just how much they like live in their own world. If you get mad at other people for yeah, that if you get mad at other people for what they're doing or what they're not doing, you're just you're just on your own shit. I mean, everyone has bills to pay. Businesses are trying to keep themselves afloat. I don't know. Some people might be living in super fear mode and be like, oh my gosh, you're trying to fucking kill me because you're not wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. And those well, people need that. to fucking have some mushrooms and chill and realize that COVID all around us. Right. Like, <laughs> like bro. Yeah, such a gnarly fear. They sh- don't need to leave their house. Yeah. People that fear that way and that want to scare people's faces because they're super supreme fear of this disease should not leave your house. You should be quarantining yourself in your house because it's safer. For everyone. <laughs> sure. It's true. Wild. It is wild. It is wild. How long do you think this goes out for? So I was just having this conversation with somebody yesterday and they brought up the question like, do you think that there will just be one day? Say like that one day all of a sudden they say, Hey, stop wearing masks, guys, you don't need to wear masks. Like, where do you go from this? Like they've already had so many people comply when wearing masks. Like, is this just a new implementation? It's a very interesting question. I, th- I think an easy switch for that is um, wear a mask when you're sick, which is actually a respectable thing to do. Like, lots of other countries already wear masks when they're sick. I get that. I mean, even on planes, people wear masks when they're sick. Asian countries are Asian put masks on when they're sick or when they don't want people to see their face, either way. But, huh. yeah. But you're wearing a muzzle, bro. In part, right, but it could yeah. also be the, the the part about it being respectful and you're not sneezing everywhere and fucking and that is kind of true, but that only applies if you're fucking already toxic and already spewing out fucking live bacteria everywhere. If you're a normal person, healthy, even asymptomatic, the fuck is a mask gonna do for this disease, dude? Right, I don't get it. And they're like, oh, it protects. Dude, it... How? I don't give a shit what test you show me, dude. That the part of the viruses are extremely tiny. The pores in your mask are massive compared to the virus. Wherever you breathe from, if it's around you, it's going to get on you. And at the same time, a lot of cases are you touch something. You, this hand then touches something else and then this hand like it goes here and then you go like that and then you fucking have live viruses on you so it's not really you breathing it in potentially you can breathe in a virus but you can also touch it and wearing gloves everywhere is idiotic too because then you just spread the same fucking germs there's so many right. build your immunity the woman who works in the hospital and she was telling me how you have to put hand sanitizer on before a patient and after a patient. And apparently she says on average, she would see 80 patients per day. But she said, basically it seemed like it was three times per patient times 80 patients times five days a week, bro. So think about that. That's 240 times times five days is basically 12,000 times you're applying hand sanitizer to your hand. She was saying how dried out her hands were, how fucked up her hands were, et cetera. I'm like, holy shit. That's how the virus gets in. Because of super sanitation, you're creating a super virus. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's one thing. Like they, the virus that does live on her hand is a beast. Is the beast of the beast. And I, mean, I don't understand fucking this whole hand sanitizer fucking movement going on. It's fucking stupid. Stop it. Hand sanitizer doesn't fucking work. It's a marketing scheme. It does kill germs, but germs are literally everywhere <laughs> in the air. Like as soon as you wipe. The germs in the air fall down and come and replace the ones you just wiped. So, what the fuck? What is wrong with everybody and their super sanitation shit? Living in a super cleanly environment does not equal health. It equals sickness because only super cleanly environments are, uh, only places you find super clean environments are places where people are sick. Yep. Healthy people live in the fucking dirt. They do. They're dirty as shit. They live in mud huts and shit. Like, there's a hundred-year-old grandmas and shit smoking cigarettes in mud huts. And you have 60-year-old white woman dying from stress. And this is the fucking world we live in, bro. Fucking crazy. Uh, crazy, bro. No. And this is why I think we don't... You can't save everybody. Not everyone deserves to be saved. Not everybody wants to be saved. Not everybody can be saved. A saving is even too grandeur of anything, but you can't force them to do anything. So I should just say, just take the choir and go buy a fucking church. That's what's up. That's the new plan. Take the choir, go buy a church. Let's get them. We'll get a, get a church to start our own religion. Hell yes. What are we going to call this religion, bro? Uh, the life. Huh? I don't know. Life realness 101. I don't Life's know. Life realness 101. It's all about, um, I don't know. Life being. Light being. Ooh. Life Chapel life. Of light. Light life. Light life. Light life. <laughs> Makes sense. It's like Alex Gray has his chapel, chapel of sacred uh, mirrors or whatever. I'm going to have my chapel of. Chapel of possibilities. Oh, that's not bad. Endless possibilities. The church of possibilities. Oh, uh, church is so sanctioned oh. like that word has a distorted meaning. The temple of maybe. Temple, huh? I don't fuck with the temple. That sounds tight, huh? The temple of maybe. Of oh, maybe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a temple of Huh? I said it sounds like a lot of uncertainty. That's right. You don't know. Actually, it's supposed to mean that everything could happen. Uh, Maybe. It's just a possibility. I guess possibility sounds better. More bright. That does. Maybe. Possibility has a better ring to it than maybe. The temple of I think we should do this one. I think we should make a Dragon Ball Z religion. Yeah. What do we call? What and and what do you suggest? The Church of Goku. <laughs> Enlightened Goku's. How many Goku's? How many? How many people do you think we can get, bro? I think we can get a couple million people just to be like, yeah, 
they would just come for the Dragon Ball Z, but not because they actually care. But they they come to make fun and take pictures. But then they they're stay. gonna drink our Kool Aid. But they stay because you put drugs in the Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Psychedelic drugs. Really, they, they cannot leave. <laughs> they are stuck. Oh, sorry, guys, you're stuck here. We're your trip sitters for the next five hours. Yeah, so, we're your trip sitters for the next three days. Have a very good time. That's a lot of uh, men. There, there's a uh, a lot of interesting energies that we'll come across. Yeah, a lot of traumatized people. That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> I don't want to do that no more. I, I mean, I still want to create the torture Goku, but we should have. Um, trip sitters yeah not all all the time I'm almost, I'm almost thinking to the extent after hearing this gal talk about she got her for her phd uh like work she was giving rice uh, rice mice ptsd and like when she acclimated the rice the rice why do i keep saying rice? <laughs> the, mice, the mice back into society or like they she tried to give each individual mice PTSD by themselves, and then she put all the mice with PTSD in in a, a in a container together, so they could try to acclimate and become, you know, not PTSD having uh, mice. But what happened was when she came back the next day, some of the mice didn't even survive. Like some of the mice killed other mice, etc. Yeah, that makes sense. I might have mentioned this before, but then she also had one PTSD mice go back into uh, society with normal mice and normal other species, and that mice was able to acclimate. Yeah. But, I would say right now, how many people that have PTSD, for instance, I have a client who's a therapist and she deals with veterans and people with PTSD. And she said like, even prior to COVID, she was going to people's houses because they didn't want to go out and they were like, they're, they're not really trying to go into society per se. And now they're even more because now it's like, you don't even go over there. You do Zoom therapy sessions, you know, over the computer and you have even more vitamin D deficiency. Like what if, all of us are technically getting PTSD based on like not knowing the uncertainty, all this stuff, like the civil unrest might get even worse. Yeah. Moving I mean, forward, if they do like once they do reopen society or whatever and go back to normal. People don't know what the fuck to do. And yeah, you're right. And like everybody is fucking traumatized in one way or another. And then like people have their fucking triggers and shit. A lot of triggers are being fucking activated right now. Shutting down the economy was a fucking stupid idea. I don't give a shit what curve you're fucking trying to throw at me. Go fuck yourself with this curve. Go fuck yep. yourself, John Hopkins. John Hopkins. You guys are fucking bullshit. You're fucking hey, paid off. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. All, all like the, the shit about John Hopkins is that all the statistics that I saw that my parents that were looking at when they were watching the news on, on Univision were from John Hopkins. And I was like, these motherfuckers aren't even, who the fuck are they? They're not even the government. Why, why are they, they putting out whatever the fuck these people are, are espousing everywhere? The same organizations linked to some other shit. And I'm like, man, people don't, even people don't like to see the full picture. They like to stay in their little narrative. And that's the problem. We have too many people who are living little narrative lives. And we need to go create our own community of big narrative. We just need a group of people, bro. 20, 30 people. It can be anywhere in the world. Doesn't even matter. As long as those 20, 30 people have a way to make some sort of income while they're over there before we start everything. It doesn't have to be that much, depending on where you go. 
Church of Goku. <laughs> or the Church of... Or the Temple of Possibilities. That actually doesn't sound bad. The Temple of Potential? Ooh. I like the Temple of Potential. I want to build the Temple of Curiosity as well. So what's an overall... We're, we're building a lot of temples, so what's an overall theme for the religion? What would be the name of the religion? Embracing the unknown. The unknownist. Mm. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, see, it's hard. Come up with a, have that in the back burner. Right. Anybody listening has a good name for religion that means collective unity, transcendence, enlightenment, light, um, sustainability, eco friendliness, uh, everyone getting paid. Yeah, come up with a name, yo, because uh, oh, that's good, good, good medications and 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 and, 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 and rituals. Yeah. yeah, come up with a good name. Help us come up with a conscious good name. expanding medication, not conscious, conscious diluting. No dilution, dilution of consciousness. Conscious expanding, uh, conscious expanding molecular create. Uh, Conscious expanding molecules. You'll like this one. I'm sending you something. Conscious expanding molecules. What? Conscious expanding molecules. What you send me? Someone sent me an Instagram post, and there was an old <laughs> man, and it was like when the edibles hit too hard. You misjudged how potent the brownie was. Is this? <laughs> Seemingly <laughs> old a... guy on a sled riding through space. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get this high, dude. Oh, fuck. Where, where do I get this? This is the brownie I've been looking for. I want to make this level of brownies. I want to make real space brownies. I don't give a shit what the regulations say. I want to legitly blast people off into space. This whole 100, this 100 milligram, 10, 10 milligram dosage nonsense is fucking ridiculous. I can't take it anymore. Huh. Those are for weaklings. Or just not weaklings. It's just your guys are... We're at different levels. We're at different levels. So I want to get to my level. This guy. I want to get to this guy's level. <laughs> this guy misjudged how potent the brownie was. And he's in outer space. And... I know, right? I don't that know seems how much, fun. The terrestrial beings he saw. That seems tight. You know what I had? I had an epiphany and I was like sitting and I was just observing humans and like I'm more and more convinced that yeah we're humanoids but we're all different alien species man like we're all weird. Humans are weird. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Like even the fact that why is it like why are humans to the extent like where did we create this? Who created this shit? Or like I talk to my dog in a different tone of voice than I talk to you. You know, like you have this dog voice, this special dog voice where your voice gets higher and you're like, yeah. oh, that's so cute. You know, like, what's up with that? Yeah, like, why do we do that? Super highly emotional, like, loving kind of voice. Yeah. Yeah. But he speaks like that to a baby, too, though. So they get it. No, but even like, 
studies say the babies you should you should speak to them in like not in baby talk but like in actual how do you want them to be you know yeah, i agree i think you should treat all kids like adults yeah less cussing a little bit until they're like well, it's kind of crazy old. one of my clients her daughters have or she has three daughters 11 year old a six-year-old and a five-year-old and all her daughter's friends are basically us are older and like they act so mature for their age man yeah no that totally makes sense and if you surround that child with people who speak different languages that kid will pick up those languages yeah no it makes sense sponge life it's amazing fucking little sponges how dare they how dare they speak better than faster than us for real not really if someone does three years of some shit for constantly day in and day out they would they would learn it kind of reminds me of when we were in Cambodia. Did you ever meet that girl who was like with her mom who was a traveling gypsy and like she was nine years old, but she communicated super duper well? Or maybe she was 13, but she had been traveling for the past nine years. And I thought it was amazing because I felt like the best educator is actually like exploring, seeing other countries and communicating and seeing how other cultures lived. And she's always been on the go. So she was learning by experience. I do not remember it. Fair enough. I do remember that. That made a memorable experience in my life. Because I feel like a lot of life experiences come from, in my personal perception, exploration and seeing other places and seeing how other people live, etc. So it helps me really, really reflect on how things are here. Yeah. Sure. Perspective. Perspective. Yep. How do you want to close this one out though? Because I got to get ready for my client, and then. All right. Um. Okay. How do you want to close it, bro? Someone will come up with a name. Someone's coming what? up with that name? Yes. Yeah. Religion. Religion. Shout out, shout out. You know, yeah. I'm Zealous Coach on on Instagram. This yeah. guy's the Ricoverse. You the know, Ricoverse. send me a DM. Yeah. Hop in my DMs, man. Let's have a conversation. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get this religion going and start getting all kinds of tech benefit. Yeah. Yep. And cool. and become enlightened too. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right, man. So stopping it right now.